welcome to the opening of Pandora's Box Podcast with your host, Lauren Gannon. If you haven't listened in before, this podcast is about exploring social justice issues and giving a voice to their people. Some of these episodes go down a dark and depressing rabbit hole that some listeners wish they'd never heard or explored. But in order to adapt to society, we need to confront the issues in the world and, you know, talk about them make it more comfortable to talk about hard issues in the world instead of hiding away from them. Hence, this podcast. This podcast is supported by Dojo Levy Medical High School. If you want a rigorous education in the medical school in an early age, Dojo Levy Medical High School is the place for you. So, welcome to the show. During the pandemic, a lot of social justice issues came up to the forefront. Issues like racism and police brutality are thoroughly talked about from blog to post post the blog. But today, we will dive into the world of foster care. The foster care system is rarely talked about, therefore it is rarely advocated for. Currently, 428,000 children are in foster care system. And the foster care system is a complex system, but I'll try to sum it up. A child is admitted into the foster care system after a CPS report is filled. Before that, a social worker would go into the child's house to see if they are safe in that household. If they are not, they are moved to a foster center and enter the foster care system. Reason for this removal range from neglect to and or abuse. This average stay in the center is two years. The goal for most of these centers is to reunify the child with their birth parents after the parents make the necessary changes to the household to benefit their child. But sadly, if the reunification process proves to be unsuccessful, the child is put up for adoption. While in the system, the child would stay with the foster family and be able to go to school. They would also have access to medical care and social services. And But one major flaw about this system is that the foster care family would only take the money given to them for the child and use it for other things, like drugs, or gambling, or both. Suddenly, some families take in the child only for the financial benefit and not for the child's well-being. And that is a topic that we're going to explore today, the exploitation and misuse of the foster care system. And in order to understand the topic, we're going to hear from a couple of stories from the kids who were affected by foster care. A question on Reddit asked the users who are in foster care what it was like here, and here are some of the replies. A user by the name Balsamic Placebo has been in the system from the age of 2 to 17. They remarked that they have been a permanent ward of the state. They typed... I grew up in the foster care from the age of 2 to 17. At 6, I became a permanent ward of the state, and I honestly don't remember how many foster homes I was in over the years, but more than 15. The foster care system isn't made to create well-adjusted, happy children. As soon as you are happy and or comfortable in the place, they rip you away, away from it and put you out in a new home. Having most of your belongings shoved into a garbage bags when you were moved every few months made you feel like you were nothing. Sometimes they wouldn't even wait for you to be at home to grab you and take you to a new home. Being pulled from class by your social workers and two cops is always such a healthy, fun experience. Sure, what makes a f- make sure make what few friends you might have been able to make want 
to stay in contact. I was considered a good foster kid, but because I wasn't a baby, I wasn't a desirable option, and it was nearly impossible to find a permanent home, which meant I had to stay in an overcrowded, underfunded group home, staffed by overworked and underpaid people who stopped caring long before I came along. Group homes were the worst when it came to abuse of all kinds and neglect. After being in a particularly awful one at the age of six, my social worker decided I had to be in an actual foster care home or stay with a one-on-one caregiver on a hotel. The foster home after that was a fairly decent one, but my foster mom was more than a little emotionally unstable. When I left that one, I was placed in a home after home by people who seemed to think that I was a slave, a paycheck, or both. They felt proud of themselves for helping this poor little girl whose mothers chose drugs and men over her kids. On average, I maybe saw my social worker, different ones throughout the years, two or four times a year. This includes when I was being removed from place to place. When I was 17, I moved on on my own and have been independent ever since. I had to be. At 18, they cut you loose since you are legally an adult and no longer their problem. I am now a semi-successful 28-year-old. I consider myself to be pretty well-adjusted. When people find out I grew up in the system, they are usually shocked and can't believe that someone who seems normal was in foster care. My response is, usually I am stubborn. I lived through my life and I wasn't going to let myself be a victim. So, when I read this story out in my brain and out loud, I identified one major flaw. One major flaw of the foster care system is that the child usually does not stay in one place. Instead, they jump from one place to another, never claiming a house as their home. The average length of time children spend in foster care is over a year and a half, and about 30% remain in temporary care for more than two years. These kids run the risk of living in harsh environments while being carted from house to house. It is known that 60% of child trafficking victims have histories in foster care. Exposing children to multiple environments at a time is going to take a mental toll on them. Children need to be raised in a secure and permanent household, a household that promotes learning and helps the child grow. Instead, these children run the risk of being put in a household that only values them as slaves or use them as income. In fact, 50% of foster youth will not graduate from high school on time, a statistic that is pointed out by Foster America. Another response to the question is from the user, Cupcake Silhouette. My experience of foster care was pretty mixed. I had my fair share of crappy foster placements, most of of which were spent on my own as my brother and I were separated. My first placement was surreal. I arrived home from school at age 6 to find my mother had called SS, and all my stuff had been packed in plastic trash bags, and off we went in the back of a car to live with some random family. I hated it. I wasn't a difficult kid like either, but they insisted on treating me like an outsider. Most of the placements I went to ended up with me being moved on because they couldn't understand how to deal with me. I just wanted to feel normal and liked by everyone, but being in care resulted in me being bullied. 
mainly because I went to a nice rural school where kids in care were uncommon. Most of my carers had never taken the time to get to know me or make me feel part of a family, all except one, which I still contact regularly. It blew my mind when I found out that the carers I am still in touch with were never informed of my carer's family history and just assumed it was a temporary placement in which I would go back to my family. In reality, my history was pretty deep and dark, and if they had actually known what happened to me as a kid, they might have been able to help more. I actually accessed my care records a few years ago, and I was stunned at all the events that had happened, which I had forgotten about, or I had been lied to cover up the truth. I definitely wasn't prepared for that. You know, what concerns me about this story was how much the caretakers did not know how to take care of this user. A problem of the foster care system is the mixed bag of the caretakers the child might see. Some caretakers might actually care about raising their kids despite the limited time they have, but others only use the kids for their own gain. Apparently, there is an involved process to become caretakers for foster care, foster childs. According to adoption.org, there is roughly nine-step process to becoming foster parents and if there are any aged up readers out there who want to dedicate their lives to taking care of foster children here is a rough example of what you need to do step one is to assess if you are even fit to take care of a child is your house clean and friendly do you have a stable income do you live in a nice neighborhood are you mentally stable to take care of a child These are the questions you should be asking yourself before trying to commit to the foster care system. Number two is do your research on foster care just to see if it's a system for you and what to expect. Number three is to attend state orientations. Now, some organizations would recommend you to attend a few before submitting your application. It is a great way to integrate yourself into the system and understand what is expected of you. Number four is obvious, which is to fill out the application to the best of your ability. Number five is to attend classes for foster care. This is an important step. It is better to learn from someone else than try to learn it from itself. Your, try to learn it yourself. Also, having feedback from your peers helps too. Number six is also important. Complete a home study by contracting contacting a local social worker. This is basically an assessment on if your home is suitable for your kids to live in. Number seven, eight, and nine are as follows. Wait for confirmations and phone calls. Prepare house for possible arrivals and wait for a call that indicates when you're going to get a child and where. This process seems involved, but the problem is that some of the steps or more of the steps are only recommended, not mandatory. Maybe if the foster organizations require their parents to attend the orientations and to prove their responsibilities more thoroughly, then the parent problem would be solved. And either way, these stories have the same motifs. The plastic bags to kids' mistreatment by caretakers, the bouncing from home to home, and honestly, it seems too common. So what are we going to do about it? I'll leave you up to you guys. Anyways, thank you for listening to Pandora's Box, and until later, see ya.